And with us for the final time in 2022 is business reporter Nona Peltier. Nona, the Commerce Commission has given the Lions company Vector a formal warning. What's the details? Yeah, so Vector did a deal back in March 2020. The idea there was they were going to, well, they did, in fact, sell some of their regulatory assets. So these are assets that are controlled by the Commerce Commission in terms of prices and so on. And if you want to do something with these assets, normally you would probably go to the Commerce Commission and have a chat with them. This didn't happen. And so what happened instead was Vector uh, basically sold these assets to a couple of its subsidiary companies and then leased them back for about 300 so in a deal that was worth about $300 million to uh, Vector. And what it was going to end up doing is costing consumers a lot more over the next 30 and 40 years while those leases were in effect. So the Commerce Commission looked at that and thought, no, 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 no. That's not right. So they went to the uh, Vector, had a conversation. Vector backed away from that deal. So basically unraveled the whole process. And uh, I guess won't do it again because that was the end of that. And so they only gave a formal warning. Uh, But they're saying, look, their job is to protect consumers. And I spoke with the um, fellow who's in charge of infrastructure regulation, Andy Burgess. And this is what he had to say. It's a message to all the regulated entities that they should talk to us beforehand and that we will take action to protect consumers uh, if they do similar things. I think it's also a message to consumers across New Zealand that the Commerce Commission will take action to protect them from undue increases in bills. And that's the Commerce Commission's Andy Burgess. And so, Perlina, I guess the other thing we should probably talk about is some of the other action that the Commerce Commission has been taking. Well, isn't just uh, the Commerce Commission cracking down, is it? The Financial Markets Authority is another. Both, yeah. So we talked about this yesterday, and I got the idea that maybe there's a lot of stuff sitting on regulators' desks to deal with because it's the last sort of day of business before the holiday. So the Commerce Commission came out, uh, well, this week, uh, taking action against a company called NGB Properties. And in that case, this company, which is a sister company of another that owns Mitre 10 in Tauranga, bought a piece of land and then put a covenant on it, which would stop Bunnings from building their business there. Well, that didn't go down well either. So guess what? They're going to end up in the High Court with the Commerce Commission too. Uh, The Financial Markets Authority, also very busy in the past few days. They're taking action. One of their latest actions was against um, a broker called Tiger Brokers. Uh, They're wanting to seek a penalty of $900,000. And this is for a company that just simply wasn't taking very good care with records to do with money laundering and the anti-terrorism laws have been put in place. This seems to be catching out an awful lot of, uh, I guess, financial services providers. This is something that the Financial Markets Authority has been cracking down on. And certainly the Commerce Commission seemed to be really concerned about the same thing. In their case, it's looking at properties to make sure that, for example, grocery stores can no longer, say, put a covenant on a piece of property so they can have competition there. So I think we're going to see a lot more of that in the coming year. And the Reserve Bank has also been cracking down. Yeah. Well, the Reserve Bank has cracked down an awful lot. And one of the things it did uh, over the last few years is made sure that banks were well capitalized. Guess why? For the kind of situation we're finding ourselves in now. A downturn in the market, 
banks are well capitalized. They've set aside all sorts of money for the provision of bad debt, which is expected to hit consumers. And they've put in place all sorts of processes which will help consumers. So if a consumer has a big mortgage, they can't afford it. They should go see their bank. Uh, the Reserve Bank says that, yes, look, they're forecasting um, four quarters of recession although the Treasury called it a shallow one, uh, it's still going to go on for four quarters. And then the Reserve Bank is expecting uh, a couple of quarters with no growth at all. So and rising unemployment. But the Reserve Bank says if you can keep your job, you're going to be all right. And it looks like that might very well be the case for most people in employment now, because According to the labor market statistics, there's still plenty of jobs out there. There has been an increase in the number of people applying. At the same time, we're seeing really um, other things going on. For example, uh, we've got the fair trading. You might uh, be familiar with that. People are lining up to get those types of agreements in place. So that's seeing um, labor market numbers, I guess, salaries increase, which is a positive for um employees. So people with mortgages and a job and perhaps a pay rise are likely to do okay through 2023, which will otherwise be a pretty darn tough year. So there are a few bright spots there. What about those that are worried about the tight labour market? Yeah, well, look, the the job numbers are still really strong. Uh, We've seen even in the tech sector that they're recruiting people for all types of um, Roles. One of the things that I really liked in the past year was a story about how a number of uh, unskilled people who probably had jobs in hospitality and so forth were trained up by the likes of Fisher and Paykel Healthcare, which is a you know a top end manufacturer, one of our best best and biggest companies. Uh, thousands of um, jobs were created in the tech sector by upskilling people to do you know, more, um, I guess, highly skilled jobs, and that saw their wages increase. So positive news for uh, a number of people who benefited from the really tough times that we've had. And I went through um, some of our stories looking for the word positive, <laughs> Good <laughs> as news. you might, and I found a few. So if we still have some time, I could tell you that, for example, um, some properties in suburbs with low-value properties are uh, finding those values are holding on as first-time buyers get into the market. Lifestyle sections, so for people who are retiring, they are also holding up. And I could go on and on. Okay, well, just quickly, because we're running out of time, what happened in the markets today? Are we already at that point? We are. Um, we are. I, I'm sorry <laughs> to say uh, the markets did well, but now I can't find my paper. So I can just tell you that we finished up about a quarter of a percent. Uh, oh, look, I found it. All these papers in front of me. Here we go. Uh, yeah, we ended up a quarter of a percent. No, wrong. Not up, down. Uh, sorry about that. I was on the up and then... <laughs> No, it's a down. Uh, 29 points dropped to 11,495. Against the U.S. dollar, we were also down 62.8 U.S. cents. And again, that's a story about the big dollar. Uh, 93.8 Australian and 52.1 British pence. And let's hope for a bright and fabulous holiday season for everybody. 2023. Thank you, Nona. That was our business reporter, Nona Pelletier.